Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Five sixty, the Joe Radio Rewind, running back some of the best you've heard here on Five Sixty over the past twenty-four hours. Where you at? It's Dan Day. I am at Dan Day Radio on social media. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Maybe one day an OnlyFans if there's enough demand for it. I'd even check out the old TikTok tonight when I get home from twenty-six degree brewing, open Pompano Beach, do trivia night there. You're always welcome to come. Hit me up on social media for details. I might download the TikTok app. Been hearing some good things. Might do some craziness on there very soon. Gonna have some craziness for you. Very soon from the Joe Rose Show, they're talking basketball with Rajah Bell. Greeny, getting more basketball going for you with Brian Windhorse. And then Hawk and Crowder, well, night alert, night alert, headlines alert right now. The Panthers, who broke ground yesterday on a new practice facility in Fort Lauderdale, play a game six of their series with the Lightning tonight at eight. No goaltender has officially been announced, but Spencer Knight is expected to start. The Lakers tied their series with the Suns at 1 last night with a 109-102 win and other playoff action. Mavs took a 2-0 series lead by defeating the Clippers 127-121, and the Nets destroyed the Celtics 130-108 for a 2-0 series lead. The Heat are down two games to none, playing against the Bucks tomorrow. That is going to be a tip of 7.30 p.m. Despite getting just... Two hits and none over the final five innings. The Phillies defeated the Marlins last night 2-0. The two play again tonight at 6.40, but Miami will be without third baseman Brian Anderson after he injured his shoulder. Lindsay Sports Magazine has the Hurricanes football team preseason ranked 14th. Miami opened September 4th in Atlanta against Alabama. FAU and UCF have scheduled a home and home with one another. They'll play at FAU in 2022, then three years later in Orlando. Packers coach Matt LaFleur remains optimistic that Aaron Rodgers will return to the team this season even after the quarterback told ESPN that he wanted out in Green Bay. The Packers open the season September 12th against the New Orleans Saints. And now, let's go ahead and take a step into the day spa. A New York City councilwoman attended a Zoom committee meeting while driving. Never rest, always legislating. A Philadelphia chef assembled a 510-foot cheesesteak. Get in my belly! A woman recently discovered that the man she was dating online was actually in prison. What did she do? Signed up to chaperone a school field trip to the prison in order to see him. My hot mess of the day. 
Ah, it's always fun in the mornings with the Joe Rose Show weekdays from 6 to 10. He's been doing it, doing it, and doing it well for a long time. Earlier today, he caught up with former NBA star Raja Bell talking about how the Heat have done so far. Also, the team's identity issues. Bam needs to earn that money. Is Brooklyn that tough? and the state of high school basketball in Florida. Uh, what do you think of the Heat so far, two games into this series? First game, kind of, you know, just lost by a little. Second game, blown out, and your superstars aren't playing, I guess, the way you need to in Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo. What do you think of those first two games and going forward? Yeah, that's tough. I, I, look, if you were the I, – I thought there was a chance for the Heat to come in and, and – uh, I didn't know that they were going to handle them like they handled them last year in the bubble, but I, I think there were some reservations deep down within within the, the Milwaukee players, you know, about whether or not the Heat had their number. And if you had an opportunity to kind of double down on that, you had to win game one. And I know Heat fans thought that that was a game they should have won. I kind of looked at it a little different. I, I felt like Milwaukee didn't outscore the way they did from three. Giannis missing all those free throws down the stretch. Um, if I was Milwaukee, I would have left that game feeling great because I knew we would shoot better moving forward in the series. So it's not looking good for the Heat right now. Now, the Heat's a proud franchise. Um, I, I know if anyone can kind of rally those troops, get them back to playing the, the style of ball they need to play, you know, it, it is Eric Spolstra, but they've kind of lost their identity a little bit for me. They, they have to be the tougher, hungrier team. It's what Heat culture is kind of built on. It's what it's what they stand for, and in this series, it seems like Milwaukee is kind of taking that underdog approach, that 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 hungrier approach, and that just that can't happen. That's not going to be, that's not going to end well for the Heat. So they need to get back to Heat DNA to have a chance coming home to to, to try to get a win and even the series up. Roger, just to follow up, should we expect more from Jimmy Butler for twenty two and four ten, thirteen and a half points a game so far in these first two? that it, it's got to start with him, and I know they like to make the extra pass to the open shooter, but we should expect more, right? Jimmy's going to look to score more to, uh, tomorrow night? Yeah, J listen, Joe, Jimmy's a great player, but yes, I mean, I, you know, and this isn't taking anything away from, from what he's doing. He has to, you know, there, there, look, there are times in every sport, right, with, with great, great players, uh, basketball, football, quarterbacks, and, and running backs, guys are going to have the ball in their hands where – you know, you you got to be willing to put the saddle on on your back and say, guys, hop on, we're going. And that's Jimmy's job with this team. Now, the beauty of the Heat is on any given night, Duncan can get hot and right. Bam is great, and you could get a performance from Tyler Hero. But there's got to be a consistent guy. And Gore, I love I love the dragon. Like Goran is my guy; he's one of my rooks. But you know, he's a little long in the tooth for that. Um, he's still doing his thing coming off the bench, but that has to be Jimmy's role. And, I, you know, Jimmy's built from the good stuff, so I expect he'd, he'd be game for it in game three. Just to follow up to that with Bam Adebayo, who's 12 and a half points a game in the first two, um, he got a new contract. I, I seem to be a bad guy on the radio when a guy gets a new contract. Like, listen, man, with all that money, higher <laughs> expectations. Uh, what, what are your thoughts for Bam Adebayo uh, and his offensive game? People go, no, this is the way he plays, and it's his all-around game. How do you look at Bam and – what do you expect from him? You know, Bam, Bam's young. So I think, you know, as you, when you're developing as a player, it's not, you know, the trajectory isn't always straight up, right? Like that, that it's like a stock market, right? Like you, you're going you're to hope that eventually over the course of time, he continues to get better and better. Right. But within that time, there may be a little dip here and there, right? So I'd like to think that, that Bam is, Bam is just having a little, a little dip in, in terms of people maybe figuring out how he plays, some of the things he likes to do. Um, and then he goes back to the drawing board and continue, continues to evolve as a player. 
you know, but the reality of it is, Joe, they, you know, when you get paid that money um, and when they, they put you in that category uh, of a player that is worthy of the type of money you're making, things are expected of you. And it's all around players are great. But again, this league is built on stars, especially in the playoffs. Um, you know, especially when things kind of get down to, to the, the, the nuts and bolts uh, of winning games, you have to have guys who can take that ball and get buckets guys who can, can carry a team um, to a, to a win when everything else around them, you know, is par or, 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 or less. And, and that's what Bam has to continue to evolve into. I mean, there's just no other way around it or, or you're not the type of player that they should command that kind of money. Roger Bell joining us here on the Toyota of Hollywood hotline. Speaking of stars real quickly, let me, let me jump to a different team. You think there's a team in the NBA right now, East or West that could beat Brooklyn four out of seven times? Oh, man, that's tough. You know, everything in me says no. Like my every, <laughs> right. they're, they're just so good, you know. And I was, you know, Steve's my guy, and 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 you know, I've had conversations with him in regards to him knowing and and their their office knowing that they got to be better defensively, but they're just so damn good offensively <laughs> that it's just it's it's counter to everything that you've been taught about defense winning championships. Here's here's what I'll say though, like the Bucks, the last two times the Bucks played them. The Bucks gave them real problems. Like they don't, they don't necessarily have the personnel, or at least they didn't in the regular season, to do what the Heat did to the Bucks, which is you know build that wall last year, really contain Giannis, be in front of them. They don't, they don't, they don't have the Bam type of defensive presence. Um, so I, I no, but I think the Bucks and maybe Philly because their their Achilles heel is going to be whether you can get on top of the rim um, and punish them in the paint. And I think both of those teams could at least on paper, theoretically do that. But, no, I mean, they're, they're, they're tough. I, th- I think they're going to, you know, unless they just lay eggs defensively. And, and, right, and i got to right. give them credit. All of those guys have been a lot better defensively in the playoffs. The, the upset so far for me has been the Mavs do it again last night out in L.A., beat Kawhi and, and, and Paul George again. I just look at all those people. I don't get it. And it just never seems they, they switch coaches and got a guy that they thought they were going to play for. And I look at all the complimentary pieces of Jackson and Rondo and Beverly and Ibaka and all those guys. And there's still something missing, even at the top with the two stars who had big games last night. What's your read on the Clippers? Yeah, there's something funky there. I, 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 don't, I don't know exactly what it was, but I did say when, when they fired uh, – when they fired Doc, I, you know, I, I thought he was kind of scapegoated there. I didn't think Doc was the problem. I, I thought what the problem was was they just have – they don't have the right combination and ingredients, right? You, you go to the store and buy all the stuff you want, like, for, for a recipe, and if you get the measurements wrong, like, it doesn't, it doesn't work, right? So, there, yeah, there's something, there's something wrong there. Like, Paul George is good. Kawhi's good. They don't seem to have the greatest on-court chemistry. I know they both can score, but it doesn't seem like it's a – it's a true fit. It always feels a little pressed to me. And then the, the pieces around that, um, they're not as complimentary as you'd like to think. They're just – they're not. And I hate to say it because the Lakers are – I mean the Lakers. The Clippers are kind of like a running joke. Every year this time we do the same thing, and it's not fair. Clippers fans are all upset. But they just – you know, they come out and they do the same thing every year. So it, it really sucks. He lose a great coach. He better figure something out with Luka. I'm not going to just sit there and watch you – go for the numbers that he goes for i would get the ball out of his hand really early kind of what the lakers try to do to devin booker in the second half of the first game um, not letting you get it back tim hardaway jr like the favorite of mine my, miami kid um he's been playing great 
him and Chris Stapps are going to have to beat me. I am not letting right. Luca, if I can help it, go crazy like he's been going crazy. All right, you brought up the Lakers, so let's stick with them for a second against the Suns. 1-1 in that series now. Uh, Lakers back, or do you think Phoenix can win this series? This is going to be a tough series for, for Phoenix to win, huh? Yeah I, yeah, I think it all hinges on Chris Paul. If Chris Paul's shoulder is, is uh, really banged up and he sat out late in the game, which is not a good sign for Suns fans, um, I, I think the Lakers will hit their stride and figure it out. I don't bet against LeBron. I don't – I mean, right. you know, you can say – you can say what you want again about him, and but I just don't, I don't bet against him. I've been burned too many times. Um, and a- AD is where you know the, the the championship conversation comes in for me with the Lakers. I, I think they can beat Phoenix, especially if if Chris Paul is in a hundred percent. Phoenix has got some some growing pains, at least in my mind. I, they didn't love me when I said this in Phoenix, but it takes a little maturing into those situations, a little more seasoning. Guys have to go through these playoff experiences, and then you know, fail and come out on the other end a little hungrier. You go back to the drawing board. And then, like, you you kind of evolve into a championship team, or at least you experience your way into that. Um, but if AD is the, the AD of last night, they have a chance to beat anybody in my mind. But the problem with AD at times for me is you don't know what you're going to get when he shows up. And, right. like, he could show up like AD in game one. And if he's that guy more often than not, uh, you know, I don't think the Lakers – nor the team that they were last year. And I know, you know, LeBron is, is sitting back somewhere deep down in his soul, kind of wanting to see AD take that next step because at his stage of career, he's looking to pass that torch and be more of a LeBron in a, in a, in a triple-double, I don't know, 19, 10, and, and 11 role. He doesn't want to have to score 33, 34 points a game. So he needs AD as well to kind of take that torch and, and, um, and be the alpha and the number one guy on that Lakers team. Raj, I want to switch it to, uh, to here to South Florida, Dayton Broward, for just a second. How is the overall high school basketball talent in Dayton Broward right now? Uh, it's, it's, it's really good, Joe. We got a lot of, you know, we've always, been, we've always been good with athletes. I mean, even way back in my day, athletes aren't a problem for South Florida. Grassroots basketball was lacking when I came up. Um, when I got into the scene with my kids, I don't know, probably about seven or eight years ago, you started getting a lot of guys who had 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 exposure to college basketball on higher levels coming home and working with kids. And so I, I think it's at an all-time high, man. We just had the Bruley twins. They, 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 they had been at Northeast, and they went and played in the prep school last year. But both of those guys signed directly to the new league that's going on with, with Kevin Ollie and those guys. So they'll forego high school eligibility to go be pro basketball players now. And I believe the two young twins from uh, – um, uh, Pinecrest up here in Fort Lauderdale just did the same thing. They were they were just announced. I think Sham Sharani announced it yesterday wow. that that they'll forego high school eligibility to go play in a pro league as well. So I mean that just speaks to to the type of players that we're putting out. There's some really good talent down here in the South Florida area. Does it actually hurt the high school basketball at all with uh, with all this other stuff, including the AAU and these travel teams, or not? You think it's still still solid? Uh, well, I think it. I think it does. The, the reality is, um, you know, those college coaches are looking at that travel scene, um, and they're they're attending those events because all that talent is consolidated in one one right. venue. And so, when they're budgeting, that's what they're going to. And so, once parents sniff that out, you know, your allegiance to whether you know, I mean, your priorities kind of shift, right? Like your yep. the travel scene becomes more imperative than playing, you know, for your high school team. Now, football is completely different, right? Like football, those guys have to be at the at, at your local field to see you because there's no, there's no, um, they're not coming to seven on seven to see linemen and, and backs and stuff right. like that. But most parents have their priorities in order and understand that, you know, high school basketball is where you're going to get taught 
And that's where, that's where the nuts and bolts of a kid understand and how the game is played. That's where you're working on, you know, the, 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 the concepts and, and stuff that can help you be prepared when you walk into a college gym and the guy's speaking the language and you have no idea like I did when I was a freshman, that can be daunting and it can put you behind the eight ball. And then, you know, it's real precarious whether or not you get out from behind the eight ball. So in, in high school practices, I like to explain to parents, like, this is where we prepare them. This is what we show them, what a, high, a college culture looks like, what's going to be expected of them, teach them the concepts. Once you get the travel ball is just showcasing. Right. So that's great for Johnny and Jimmy to go out there and get buckets and dunk and, and show everybody how athletic they are. But you still got to be taught, and that's where a high school comes in, I think. That's good stuff, man. Great. How, how's that team, American Heritage Plantation? Let's go right directly to it. We're going to be good. Look, we're at a tough conference. We're, we, we pulled Boyd Anderson in our, in our, in oh. our district and the eventual Ooh. state champs this year, Pines Charter in our district and so you know it it's tough but our kids are, are are getting better every year joe we're 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 able to start you know finding some kids within the school that uh that, that are walking around with really good size and want to come out and play ball and so we're in the gym right now on the track in the weight room and the kids are dedicated man we're getting better it's been uh last year was tough with the covid just we missed two and a half weeks and if we did if we weren't sick other other teams had had shutdowns and so you only got a handful of games but Played pretty well. We're excited. You mind if I become your uh, recruiting coordinator, or are we worried about getting in trouble? <laughs> I can't use that word, but you can you can coordinate with that word if you'd like. Joe's not Joe's not even oh, on the staff man. yet, and he's already getting you in trouble. Oh, Unbelievable! Right. Oh, I'm a Jeez. big I'm a big fan of that school over there. I don't know about you, but I cannot get enough basketball this time of the year. All night triple headers, NBA action. Oh. So good. Hopefully the Heat can make a little extended run, give you a little more fuel to the fire. Of course, Joe Rose will be covering all that. Speaking of covering basketball, nobody does it better than Brian Rindhorst. Brian, you're a Miami guy, right? Or at least a decent amount of your career has been spent in Miami. Am I right about that? I lived there for a little while, but I'll always be a Cleveland guy. Yeah, I know. But you know what? All of us that have spent at least a little time in Miami are blood thins, <laughs> and there's a little part of us that we leave behind under the palm trees when we're dumb enough to come north and end up in the snow and the ice again. What, what years were you down there? He'll join the Greeny Show and talk a little Miami, maybe, and some other NBA playoff action right here on 560 The Joe Radio Rewind. 560 The Joe, Radio Rewind. Run back some of the best you've heard here on 560 over the past 24 hours. What's up? It's Dan Day, social media at Dan Day Radio, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. It's all there, and it's all there with the Greeny Show. Touching base with Brian Windhorst, talking about what is Utah doing with Donovan Mitchell. And the Garden, it is going to be a circus tonight. And I think everybody's asking, what's wrong with the Clippers? Brian, you're a Miami guy, right? Or at least a decent amount of your career has been spent in Miami. Am I right about that? I lived there for a little while, but I'll always be a Cleveland guy. Yeah, I know. But you know what? All of us that have spent at least a little time in Miami are blood thins, <laughs> and there's a little part of us that we leave behind under the palm trees when we're dumb enough to come north and end up in the snow and the ice again. What, what years were you down there? Uh, 2010 to 2014. Yeah, we missed and I may have been in I may have been in Florida last week. May or may not have been in Florida last week. <laughs> Rumor has it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, listen, uh, your podcast, I know the Hoop Collective, which obviously anybody at ESPN, make sure you get it. Make sure you listen to it. I know as the jumping off point, you talked some Donovan Mitchell. So where does that situation stand with the Jazz? And, and where, where is he at mentally and physically going into a game that they have to win? 
his relationship with the team is damaged right now. Uh, does, will it be damaged in, you know, 15 days? Will it be damaged in six weeks? You know, maybe not. But the way this went down was problematic. And uh, I've heard what people have said, which is that they were just trying to protect him. But the reason that doesn't hold water uh, in this case, in other cases, we know that the players and the, co- and the training staff are going to be on different pages sometimes. But the reason it doesn't hold water in this case was because they cleared him to practice for three consecutive days in scrimmage. Um, and then after they ruled him out, they cleared him to play within 12 hours of holding him out. And the game wasn't for 48 hours. Um, they pretty much admitted that they had botched the way they'd handled this. And not only does it affect this playoff series, because, you know, you hold your franchise player out of a playoff game that he thinks he's playing in and the rest of the team thinks he's playing in, it affects the trust within the team, much less the fact that they've now dropped the game and lost home court. Now, they should be able to recover against uh, Memphis. You know, if they if they don't, they've got more problems than this. But right. <laughs> it doesn't bode well for the Jazz that this happened. What do you think happened? I mean, what what do you think? Obviously, there's something else maybe that we're not – there's always something else that probably on the surface we're not seeing that's happening. What, what do you think's going on here? Well, I don't have a degree in, you know, physical rehabilitation. Right. I'm not an orthopedist. I, I, for, for all I know, they had really good reasons. But what I do know is this, is that – You know, he had this injury uh, midway through April. This was expected to bring him back before the end of the regular season, and it did not. Okay, that happens. You know, all injuries are different. But midway through his rehab, he decided to start working with his own trainers. And that's not unheard of in the NBA. Star players throughout uh, history have had their own trainers. But to, but to move away from the team trainers and start working out with his own trainers, and then when the moment of truth happens, for him to believe one thing about his health and the team trainers to, be, to believe another, and then for them to reverse course within 12 hours, again, all of those things point to dysfunction. And look, we all have dysfunction in our lives. I'm not perfect at my job. People make mistakes. However, when you make a mistake with your franchise player on the day of a playoff game, it's a big deal. And against a team that has a very dangerous player on the other side that we just saw outperform Steph Curry. I mean, aren't you playing with fire here? Because you know... Even again in a one eight series, you got to win your home games, right? So I mean, they're trying to middle this, and did they get a little greedy and thinking they could rest him for one more game? How much better physically is he going to be tonight than he would have been two days ago? So again, Bob, that is something that has probably been true in the past, and I could see an organization maybe doing a little gambling because there's a couple of days off. But in this case, I don't think it applies, and that's because from everything I can tell, this was not a decision made by the front office. This was a decision made by the training staff. This wasn't the front office and coaching staff huddling and saying, hey, we think we can get away with this. Let's right. give them an extra three days. Um, the other thing is, you know, the team didn't know it. And, and again, this is where I'm going to throw the flag and say this is not like other situations. Right. The team, he has shoot around in the morning, the day of a playoff game. Everybody on the roster goes to their houses to have lunch and take their afternoon pregame nap, thinking that Donovan Mitchell, who, by the way, averaged 35 points against the Grizzlies in the two victories that the Jazz had against them this year. They won the season series 2-1, and, and Mitchell was huge in those wins. They go away thinking he's a part of the game plan, and they come back and he's not after having just practiced with him for four consecutive days. Grew up on an NBA of villains. You know, I just talked about this at the start of the show. How great is it 
And I think how thirsty is the NBA to have what they're going to have at the Garden tonight? Because I, I, I said, you have to be an NBA fan in New York, probably at least 25, if not 30 years old, to have ever experienced what we're going to get at the Garden tonight. A packed building. It's going to sound like there's 50,000 people in there and a player on the other team that the Knicks fans love to hate. And it only took one game for them to want to hate him. Boy, Trey certainly played it up like a Broadway star, didn't he? Good for him, man. Uh, he Good for him. He played that role. Absolutely. Yeah, the thing is, and I mean, I've just seen this. You know, I've been covering the NBA for almost 20 years. So I've seen this. When a team is really good year after year, their crowd doesn't go crazy at first-round playoff games. Sometimes the most intense crowds happen when there's a drought. Uh, I would argue that the loudest crowd I ever heard LeBron play in front of in Cleveland before that he made his return game with the heat and they all booed him was his first ever playoff game there because the Cavs had not been to the playoffs in eight years and the electricity in that building was unbelievable. So let's go back to the garden uh, over the weekend. Electric. I wasn't there. I'm just watching on TV, but the crowd shots are unbelievable. It's pent up energy, not only from the Knicks having not having been in the playoffs for eight years, but people coming out of the pandemic. So you have, and not only that, this whole team is like on a honeymoon right now. Uh, as an Ohio State fan, I can tell you the joy of winning a national championship when you didn't expect to compete for one because your players got hurt, I'll never, nothing they'll ever do will probably equal that as an Ohio State fan when Cardell Jones leads them to three straight wins. I didn't think they were going to win any of the three games. This Knicks team was not expected to even make the playoffs, and here they are hosting a uh, first-round playoff series, they're overjoyed. So the, the the scene is perfect for this kind of action. And the thing about it is, Bob, and I think this is going to be the case in this series, the way Trey Young plays puts pressure on the officials, and the officials make calls, and it's going to be a factor in this series. It was one of the reasons why the NBA slapped Nate McMillan with a fine last week when he made a reference to favoritism to the Knicks. The, the, the league knows that this is going to be a series where the officiating on Trey Young is huge. So you think there's intensity now? Wait until they come back for a game five, because I'm expecting it to be maybe a 2-2 series coming back to New York, and the Knicks fans are tired of watching Trey Young get whistles for four games. <laughs> right. That is when we're going to see some edge. But certainly tonight is going to be potentially special. Yeah, I'm watching tonight, at least in part, because I want to hear the crowd. I want to hear what it sounds like, because the Garden just sounds different when they've got this kind of crowd that you know they're going to have tonight. What is wrong with the Clippers? A team with Kawhi Leonard on it to allow 60% from the field, 53% from three. They were terrible last night. Bob, the Los Angeles Clippers shot 54% at home and lost the playoff game. Kawhi Leonard had one of the greatest scoring halves in in playoff history. He had 30 points in the first half, and they were down. This team is one of the biggest disappointments I've ever seen. This year is not over yet, obviously. I have seen teams flip series. Not only are they disappointing with their intensity level, their intensity level on defense, was absolutely disgusting Awful. last night. Awful. I thought the same thing. The, the, the tanking that they did last week flabbergasted me. I've never seen a more gutless approach to the playoffs. And, and, and again, you can't give me anything about other teams' tank. 
this was a unique situation for reasons I don't need to get into. I've never seen such a gutless thing. I can't believe that Jerry, that a team that employs Jerry West would sign off on something like that. And to see that performance uh, in the last couple of days was incredibly disappointing. And the game plan that they had last night, a team that has Paul George and Kawhi Leonard on it, has Patrick Beverly defending Luka Doncic possession after possession in the fourth quarter of a playoff game. I was speechless. I mean, I realize that Luka Doncic is probably going to be a Hall of Famer. He's probably going to be a multi-time MVP. To lose to him, which, by the way, they chose to play him, which is just lunacy, but I can't go backwards. I cannot, I don't, you know, and I, and I mean, I know Ty Lue. I, I, I covered Ty Lue closely when he was in Cleveland. I don't understand what the game plan was. He did not have the team ready to play. He did not have a defensive game plan to put them in a position to win. And he comes out after the game and says he's not concerned, or at least Paul George said that. I mean, that's just a lie. It has to be um, 100%. The, 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 the Clippers almost, I can't believe how little they're getting out of what should be an incredibly special team. A lot of things have to go your way to win a championship. There have been tremendous teams put together with very smart people and very hard players and that have not won because it's just hard. One out of 30 wins. If they never win a championship, that's not gonna, that doesn't really affect who they are as people. But the way they let it go down last year and the way they have approached this series, not just when since it started, but what they were doing last week is just heartless gutless they have time to turn it around and they better because this will be a stain i know Ka- ty Lu has rings as a coach and as a player Kawhi leonard has two finals mvps paul george has hundreds of millions of dollars i'm telling you this two-year span if they get knocked out here will put a stain on them that they will never wash off nice nba analysis from brian windhorse some nice stuff from hawk and crowder yeah can you imagine jalen waddle gets back to the huddle he says hey maybe that may be a text Maybe a text before the game. Let me know you're thinking about an audible. <laughs> Big night in sports tonight. Hawk and Crowd are going to touch them all and a couple other things next here on 560 The Joe Radio Rewind. Five sixty, the Joe Radio Rewind, running back some of the best you've heard here on Five Sixty over the past twenty four hours. What's shaking? It's Dan Day. You know when you hear the Wednesday song, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Hump to Bump, you are getting over the hump. Also, be trivia twenty six degree brewing in Pompano Beach on Wednesday, so Neil Extra, come on out. Hit me up at Dan Day Radio for details on that. Right now, we got to get some Hawking Crowder talking about Night Alert, Game Seven tickets, and checking in on Solana's ACL. Spencer did in, uh, in a short amount of time at the end of the year proved that he could play at our level and uh, he's played in some big moments and some big stages. Maroon in front, big save, Spencer Knight. He robs Ross Colton right on the doorstep. He's mature beyond his years, nothing phases him. He is so technically sound, you won't believe it. Five on five, Knight again with a save on the deflected puck and Spencer Knight covers it. 
across the board as a staff. We all feel comfortable with the decision and uh, you know, just keep uh, him focused for the day and let him do his thing. Out to the near point, here's Hedman across. One-time driver to the rebound. Oh, what a save night on Maroon right out in front. And Maroon was positioned for the rebound and Spencer Knight was positioned to make the save. He turned away 36 straight shots to finish this thing out. Tampa Bay scored in the first minute and not only did Spencer Knight not let that bother him, he flat out dominated the rest of the way. He went along with it. That's so cool. That he, cool he is in the course of the day and then uh, going into the game as well. But he was, uh, it was a big factor in uh, everything that went on last night. the alarms baby we got us one we have an alarm solana we do we have a huge night alarm (laughs) i know solana's thinking too solana's like i put all this damn work into this big open and then he's immediately gonna yell out do we have a huge night alarm with no prep on it and he's playing injured. He's got a torn ACL. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe you know, a text 15 minutes ago. Hey, I'm going to call for a huge night alarm within seconds of the show opening. I would have been ready. The moment hit me. <laughs> Just, I I got swept up in your uh, in your hype montage there. I got swept up. I need a huge night alert. It's night horrible. alert. Solana, you, you saying when Tua looks out at Jalen Waddle and audibles, Jalen Waddle's going to not be ready for the new Boom. play? It's a Boom. team, baby. Yeah, can you imagine? Jalen Waddle gets back to the huddle. He says, hey, maybe maybe a text. Maybe a text before the game. Let me know you're thinking about an audible. <laughs> Come on. We're a team. <laughs> Got to have stuff ready in your arsenal. No, that was good, man. <laughs> Tonight is a huge, huge night. And then uh, uh, today will be cool. Tua Tagovailoa is going to speak to the media. And Brian Flores spoke to the media today. And all eyes are on Tampa, the great city of Tampa Bay, Florida, where the Florida Panthers and the Tampa Bay Lightning will face off tonight. Game six. It's another elimination game for the Florida Panthers. But if Spencer Knight can do that thing again and uh, the Panthers can play like they did a couple nights ago, uh, we will be in for a game seven on Friday at the BB&T Center. My fingers are crossed. So, yes. Whew! Could be fun. We could be on the cusp of fun. Uh, not that we're not having fun <laughs> I'm already. I'm telling you. I'm jacked up about tonight. Fun. Game seven. I'm, 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 I, I don't know. know what's going to happen. I know. I know. I really want to see that dub tonight. I already bought tickets for game seven. Can't even tell you how much money I spent. I bought three tickets for game seven. Me, my wife, my son. We will be there Friday night. I went on to Ticketmaster this morning. And uh, I just said, the hell with it. I'm going to be there for game seven. So See, that, that whole thing you just did, that's called selfish. <laughs> what do you mean? Even though I'm not even, I'm going out of town. I won't even be here Friday. But you weren't going to be here. Solana, that's Solana, why. Did Solana get a text? Solana, did you get a text? Wait did a you second. Get a call? Wait a second. We bought him tickets for game two. He didn't even have to buy his own tickets. <laughs> you paid for half his ticket. You didn't even end up going. 
I gotta, I gotta treat him to game seven now too. Yeah, it might be a little too steep. I'm with you on that one. Never mind. And I don't want, I don't want to take Solana with my wife and son. What do I have? A second son? <laughs> Get his own damn tickets. An adult. Plus. He's got the ACL. He might not even oh. be able to make it up the stairs at the BB&T. There's a lot of stairs there. Wheel him around. Yeah, I'm with you. Never mind. I'm sorry, Hawk. My bad. How is your uh, – I know you had the MRI last night, Solana. Did you find out your results? Not yet. Have not found out yet. I have a doctor's appointment right. tomorrow, so we'll know. We'll know by showtime tomorrow. Do you think? Uh, do you think it's getting better? Like, is your knee feeling a little bit better? I was hoping that I would just wake up one morning and there would be progress, and it's it's been the complete opposite. It's gotten stiffer. I, I have less range of motion. It's still swollen. There's still bruising. I'm icing it, and it's just not getting better. So, yeah, it's probably not good. Because you're not All moving right. it. It's tightened up because you're not moving it. I mean, you're I'm, sitting there I, I, worrying about it. No, I'm, I'm walking. I'm walking hey, daily. Listen, I'm moving you, it. You, you're at the station, right? Yeah. I don't need an MRI. Go on the staircase. Go about five stairs up and jump down to the landing. If your knee slides out and you fall down in pain, your ACL's torn. I don't need right. an MRI. And you, and, and you can't and you can't well he already had the MRI, but you can't injure it anymore. If it's already torn, it's already torn. No, I mean that sounds like a that? bad idea. That just sounds like a bad video? idea. Can you do that on video? No. You do that on just snap that to me. Yeah, for for your game break, seven man, tickets. You and Steven head out. For yeah, your game I, seven I tickets, it. I'm down. You know what uh you know what kind of night tonight is? A huge night. A suge night. All right. Let's talk about it. All right. Let's do uh headlines. Thank you, Texters. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Texters, for the suge night joke. All right, let's get headlines here with Alejandro Solana, who's toughing it out once again. Tonight, eight PM, it's a huge night. A suge night. Mm. At the Amelie Arena. There's been pictures of Spencer Knight warming up today with the Florida Panthers with the first team. Uh, not that there was any question, but Spencer Knight is starting tonight. Okay. You're reporting that exclusively? Hey, he's starting tonight. It's, it's, it's confirmed. He's starting tonight. Okay. All right. 8 p.m. tonight. You can hear the game on 560, the Joe WQAM. All right. Very good. Last night, the Phillies, they beat the Marlins 2 to nothing. Rough night for the Fish. Game three tonight, 6.40 p.m. from Lone well, Depot Park. Things are, uh, things are rough for the Miami Heat when Solana's giving you the heat after the uh, Marlins game. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the Heat play tomorrow. The no, I understand. Tomorrow. Like They didn't play yesterday, and they don't play till tomorrow, but still it's the playoffs, and you went to the, you went to the Marlins. I'm not certain you got your guts. I've got them. I've got them. You have your guts? Like I said yesterday, the series isn't over until somebody loses at home. George Richards from Florida Hockey Now uh, tweeted out Keith Yandel. It appears Keith Yandel will be scratched again tonight, which I don't think will bother that many people. He fell from glory pretty quick. Yeah, though, well, he's old. Tomorrow, game three, Heat versus Bucks, 7.30 p.m. from the American Airlines Arena. And, and have you decided whether you're going or not? You're definitely not going? I'm definitely not going tomorrow right. to the American Will Airlines Will you be Arena. wearing your yellow jersey, your trophy gold jersey, while watching it on TV. I will not. I'll be wearing my Solana Has the Guts t-shirt because oh, uh, there you go. I've got the guts. I really do. This series is not over. All right. You got the guts. Put them right after the Marlins losing score in the headlines. Plenty guts, one ACL. Boy, you having a tough one. <laughs> could you do, could you maybe, yeah, could you use your guts to repair the ACL? You know, I was thinking the, uh, the Heat 0-2 with two ACLs intact. Maybe this is... Uh, yeah, maybe my ACL being sacrificed be. is what the Miami Could Heat be. needed. Get to the next round, you might have to tear the other ACL. 
Whatever it takes. It's All on right. the way. I'm telling you. You got one week ACL, the other one's not strong. <laughs> it's on the way. I am, I am evident of that. Now, I'm telling you, Solana, watch out. It's on the way. Some NBA scores from last night. The Nets, but they remember, beat the Celtics. Uh, like you're, you're ta- he was telling us before the show, like he's all despondent. I can't do anything. Do you remember uh, Falero's girlfriend, now his wife? Falero's girlfriend tore her ACL, and mm-hmm. she was, you know, she, she walked around with it for like six months before she got it repaired. Yeah. Like you're not, you're not, uh, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't know. You're making it. I mean, I've seen people shoot free throws with ACLs. You're having a tough time doing a radio show. I'm not having a tough time doing a radio show. All right. You hey, sounded you, very. You, you uh, just called, you called for the, uh, you called for the alarm that you, I would have had ready. That's the only thing that I didn't have. No, ready the today. conversation we were having before the show, you were talking about how despondent you were and, and you know, how no, uh, I, I didn't say I was, feel. I did, I was despondent. I just feel like my normal daily routine has been put on hold. Like I would wake up, I'd go to the gym. Oh, I have gosh. stairs in my house. I, you know, I can't do the things I'm used to doing. It's normal for somebody to be injured and not like being injured. I don't know why you're making oh, no it doubt. sound like I'm, I'm uh, taking like some doomsday approach. Like I'm okay. It I'm sounded, it sounded a little yeah. bit before the show like you had a little bit of doomsday. No, approach. no, I'm good. I'm excited right. okay. for tonight. Right. It is a huge night, uh, but it sucks. A huge night. Yeah, I'm gonna, probably gonna have that night. surgery. It sucks. Y'all know Heinz Ward never had ACLs in his life. Is that true? Yep, Heinz Ward played, I guess, you know, birth defect or young in age, but he, he played in a whole, whole NFL career with no ACLs. That doesn't sound like get, it makes sense. Are you going to get yours fixed? Like, that's an expensive surgery that yeah. you're just wasting money on. Why am I wasting? No, I want, I want my knees to work properly. I want to have all function that I possibly can in my knee. I don't have an ACL right now. Are you sure? I, I, I feel <laughs> like you need an ACL. Are you sure? You don't need it. Bro, yes. If I want to go out there and chase down Alvin Kamara, I would need my ACL. <laughs> to go with batting practice with my son, I don't need an ACL. I need an ACL. <laughs> All right. Are you sure? I, I'm pretty sure everybody needs an ACL. I think don't. it's the MCL you don't need. No, you don't need ACL. I'm telling no. you. I don't have. I haven't had there, one for years. There's people that don't even get their ACL fixed. Yeah. Like non-athletes, that, that's not that's not. I don't think that's uncommon to not get your ACL uh, fixed. All joking aside, I really do wish the best for Solana. He's been hobbling around here. I tell him call me anytime. He never calls me, but I'm there for Solana, and I'll be here for you tomorrow at six o'clock for another edition of Five Sixty to Joe Radio Rewind. Later, slug. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty five dollars per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty five dollars per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.